Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Tuesday to you, Golden Eagle fans. Listen across the state of Mississippi on the Super Talk Mississippi Network. It's the Eagle Hour. Luke Johnson, Kelly Santer, Michael Mergens from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, beautiful downtown Laurel. Golden Eagles at home tonight against Louisiana Lafayette, looking to avenge a earlier midweek loss that will take place uh, tonight at the Pete, starting at 6 p.m. Going to talk some track. Head coach John Stewart joining us. Uh, he'll actually be live with Kelly here uh, in a couple segments. Uh, so excited to talk about so much of what's going on. Uh, it is arguably the best sport right now, success-wise, at Southern Miss. Incredible what they've been doing in track and field. And we'll talk to Coach Stewart here in just a little bit. Uh, first segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Dickey's is a proud supporter of Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy Dickey's fall-off-the-bone ribs, smoked brisket, and other great meat smoked every day in-house. Dickey's caters any event large or small, so the next time you have something planned, let Dickies do the cooking. Visit the home team next to the Turtle Creek Mall in Hattiesburg. Dickies smoked here, loved everywhere. Before we get to track and field, want to talk some Southern Miss basketball, especially in Southern Miss basketball and golf um, today. Joining us on the phone now, uh, ladies head coach Joy Lee McNellis. Coach, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? i tell you what, when you say basketball and golf, that's how I can play golf because I could probably hit the basketball with a golf club. Not a golf ball, <laughs> but I could hit a basketball for sure because it's a little bigger. Um, so, uh, because I, I don't want to keep my head down. I always like to look at the rim and finish it as it goes through. So, when you play golf, you know, you got to keep your head down on that ball and, uh, kind of a total different thing. You know, aspect, but, yeah. well, you, you say that, Coach, and that usually is the way they do it, but I won the junior putting championship at our country club as a kid, but when I putt, I would look at the hole. I do, too. Rather than the ball. And people go, how, how do you do that? And See, I, go, I can't do that, though. I do it, but I'm terrible. Well, I'd look at the hole, and people would say, why are you looking? I said, well, if you're shooting a deer, you don't look at the gun. That's right. I'm with you. I'm with you, Kelly. But but you got a big fundraising golf tournament coming up. Fill in some blanks for us. We do. We've got a huge fundraiser coming up on Friday. And it's supposed to be beautiful weather, I think, most of the week this week. And especially on Friday, the 26th, we have a delicious lunch that is sponsored by Newt. And then we tee it off. Shotgun starts. I've yet to figure out why they call a golf tournament shotgun start but there is a shotgun start at one o'clock it is a four-person scramble uh all money all that is raised through our silent auction through teams it is a four-person scramble 150 dollars per team we have i mean 150 dollars per person uh, we also have different sponsor levels from 150 all the way up but i tell you the best deal in the house is the $1,000 diamond sponsor, 
because the thousand dollar diamond sponsor, you get a team in the tournament. And so you get a team in it for four entries, plus you get all the goodies to go along with it. And I will tell you, you finish the night off with mugshots, burgers, uh, and I will tell you, the best thing going on in the United States, I'm not sure about up north how mosquitoes are, but in South Mississippi, mosquitoes are everywhere. And if you play in the golf tournament, you get two boxes, which is four eradicators of Spartan Mosquito for playing in that golf tournament. And I'll tell you, we're going to have a lot of folks come out and be a part of it. Our goal is to raise right at 50 grand. We're kind of a ways away from that. We're hustling this last week seeking sponsorships. Um, this money, again, directly affects. We played in the WBI, which was in our uh, the postseason tournament that we were excited about being a part of. That Some of that money will go to us participating in that tournament. And then we'll go for things for our program. And so come out for a fun field day. All the Lady Eagles will be there. Some of them will putt for you. Some of them will uh, hit it off the tee box for you. And some of them will just be there to have a good time. But we have some great uh, things that will be going on at different holes that will be a lot of fun that will add to the spice of the tournament for sure. Now, Coach, I can tell you – That was one of the things – I was just that was say, one of the things I was going to ask you, Coach. Uh, go ahead, Kelly. I was just going to say the, the shotgun start. You want to real quick, Joy Lee? You want to know how that what what that's about? Yeah, educate me. Okay, because when in order to keep the flow on the golf course going at equal intervals, so that the traffic keeps moving, they start different teams on different holes. Right. Okay, so one team might start on the sixth hole, one team might start on the tenth, the eleventh, whatever. But the only way that anybody can hear when to actually start Got is it. by shooting a shotgun in the air so that people can hear, okay, there's the shotgun, time to, time start. to start. So everybody Got starts it. at their particular hole and then keeps traffic moving that way. So that's well, why I appreciate that. I'm glad because, you know, in golf, you're supposed to be quiet right. when, you're, <laughs> when you're getting it. And then now you're saying <laughs> the shotgun starts. <laughs> it's kind of a little confusing to me. That's coach. It's it's a more of a uh, it's more of a cultural reference because they really don't. I guarantee you, Cambrake will not shoot a uh, a shotgun. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah that, that that probably won't be that probably won't happen. But, but if there was anybody to pull the trigger, coach, I'm sure that you'd be chipper enough to do it. Now I can I can shoot a shotgun now. I, uh, One of the things I was going to ask you was. Uh, Back in the day, you know, Coach Bauer uh, would set up on a hole and he would hit. And so are you prepared to, to hit for the teams maybe yeah. on a par three or something? We know you can get close to the hole. Well, I will tell you this. What I will do is ride around, visit, shake hands, be quiet when I'm supposed to. And uh, I can putt, I'll tell you that. So uh, I can putt for somebody. Uh, to help them out if they're not a very good putter because I have played enough golf to be able to putt a little bit. And uh, I'm kind of like you, Kelly. I don't look at the ball. I watch that hole. I look at the <laughs> hole. I look back at the ball, make sure my put my uh, putter's lined up, and then I'm watching that hole. What can make you sure t- it's going that way. Coach, what can you tell us uh, about recruiting at this point, this time of year? You know, we uh, we signed a young lady last week, a young lady by the name of Jaleese Smallwood uh, out of Butler, Kansas. Jaleese is a perimeter player that can shoot the three, can score off the bounce. Uh, the combo guard can play the one, two, and the three, actually. Um, 
took her team to two junior college national tournaments, has won a couple of state championships in high school. Just a true winner out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, so right now we've got that. Actually, on Friday, it is the big evaluation weekend all across the United States for uh, recruits going after the junior class and our sophomore class in recruiting. So all of us are scattering out Friday night, going to Dallas, uh, Hampton, Virginia, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and people say, well, why are you going to all those places? Well, there's Mississippi teams there, there's Louisiana teams, there's Alabama teams. You know, and now shoe companies run all those. So you've got the Adidas event, you've got the Nike event, you've got the Under Armour event. I mean, have you ever heard of Spooky Nook, Pennsylvania? I have not. I never have. No. There is an event, Under Armour's running an event at Spooky Nook, Pennsylvania. So we got to cover that, too, on a Saturday, on that Saturday. Uh, but all the shoe companies now have become very involved in women's basketball, like they have been in men for years. And so teams are sponsored by the different shoe companies. And so you, they fly them everywhere or bust them or whatever if it's within range. But you've got all of our regional teams that are all of these different sites. So we have to cover that this weekend. So we're looking for, uh, you know, for the juniors and the sophomore class. Trying to finish out this year. We're looking for a power four player, to be very honest with you. We've got a couple of kids on visit. Uh, got another one that's coming in. So, you know, we're still working that angle of it. Um, working our players out right now a little bit. We gave our girls actually a pretty long break since we played later in the year in the WBI. Then we played, you know, going to Costa Rica back in the early. I felt like they needed a mental break just to decompress and be a normal student, but we started that back. We're going to get actually four good workouts in. We had in two last week and two this week before they start final exams. So recruiting is never ending, and I will tell you, I'm excited about having Jay Ladner and his group with us. Uh, I will tell you, I was I was thrilled. I can't say express how thrilled I am to have him here, and you know I think he's worked extremely hard. He's dug in the trenches. And he has get is getting an opportunity to live his dreams, just like I get the opportunity to live my dream every day. So I'm really proud for Jay. Right. Well, excited to have him on board. Well, Coach, I saw that uh, you gave him that big old hug right before the press conference. Oh I know you're excited yeah. to have him, and and uh, Coach, we appreciate it. We'll uh, we'll keep pumping this golf tournament this week, and Ooh, I hope you yes. you get all that. And uh, thanks for coming on the Eagle Hour today. Yes, we're at, right now, we're at 15 teams. We've got to hit 20. So we've got to have uh, at least five more teams sign up this week. So, again, Sounds you good. need call our office at 601-266-6444. All right, Coach, well, we appreciate it. That's, All right. Thank you. We'll get them signed up. That's uh, Southern Miss Lady Basketball Head Coach Joy Lee McNellis. We'll talk some track and field with the Coach John Stewart right after this on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Appreciate Joy Lee McNellis for joining us. And again, uh, the golf tournament for the Lady Eagle basketball team. Lady Eagle Golf Classic this Friday, April 26th at the Canebrake Country Club Golf Course. Uh, Be sure to 
Get your team in. Also, uh, sponsor a hole, sponsor uh, the tournament itself. If you got any questions or need to sign up, you can call 601-266-6444. We appreciate Coach McNellis uh, spending some time with us. Second segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Campus Bookmark. Campus Bookmark carries the biggest selection of Southern Miss merchandise in the state, whether it's clothing, household items, car accessories, or tailgating supplies. Visit Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street across from the USM campus or all the time at campusbookmark.net. Well, happy to have joining us in the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, track and field head coach John Stewart. And, Coach, uh, you had uh, your 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 athletes split up a couple different places this weekend. Let's go to talk about Baton Rouge first. 20, 20 top 10 finishes for the Golden Eagles uh, this weekend. Pretty amazing when you think about what your team accomplished down in Louisiana. Well, we, we had a great meet. Uh, my first few years, it was hard to even get into the meet. They didn't even want us there. So, uh, you know, to go there and and uh, and beat a lot of the LSU athletes, uh, along with, you know, Florida and Clemson and some of these other high-powered teams, and, and to go there and compete with them head-to-head and, and, and beat them in a lot of races, uh, that, w- that was a good experience for us. So, you know, we got some things done. We got some good marks. And, uh uh, it's going to help us moving forward going into the postseason. Now, you talked that they didn't even want you guys there, so what? how did you get to go? What would, what transpired? Oh, part of that is just, you know, just me, you know, you got to have friends in this business. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have too many enemies. I got a lot of friends. And so when I just said, hey, come on, Dennis, you got to let us into the meet, he's like, yeah, okay, no problem. Come on down. Well, but it, it has to do with performance, too. They're not just going to let anybody in. It does. They want, they want a quality meet and they want good competition. They don't want someone who's, uh, you know, walking the last lap of the mile or something like that in there. So they want, they want some good competition. It helps to push their athletes and helps to push uh, their meet uh, as a, one of the quality meets that uh, you know people want to see or people want to see on uh, some of the media outlets that that uh, live stream it. So um, so you know th- as our team has gotten better, uh, we've gotten a lot of attention and people are are calling me and saying, "Hey, come run to our track meet." So it's a good thing to have. And you guys have an, an open coming up this weekend uh, at the track facility off of uh, Fourth uh, Street, between Fourth and Seventh Street in Hattiesburg. Right. right. And and uh, this is this is an open. This is the last thing you guys will do before the the outdoor conference championships. Correct. We we have our we have two home meets, and this is the last of those. And this is probably the biggest home meet that we have. And it's our senior day, so that's going to be an exciting time for us. But uh, it's the last meet before we go into the postseason, and it should be a lot of fun have some good teams and mississippi state is going to be there tulane's going to be there south alabama so some solid teams are going to be there and and it should be uh should be a great time now there, now this is called an open yep there are other things called what invitationals we have an is invitational it? where we we invite the teams and say hey please come over um then we have an open which is kind of open for anybody so if your grandmother wants to come out and run the hundred she can actually sign up and run you know pay your 30 dollars entry fee and you can run um we have several uh, pro athletes and some that are aspiring pro athletes and have a few unattached club athletes that will come and run. But it's the majority of the athletes that are going to be affiliated with some university. I was going to say, I don't know that anybody would just say, hey, it's an open. I think I'm going to go, you know, give it a shot. Yeah, we don't. It's your your opportunity, your time to shine, Kelly. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, Kelly, here you go. This is it. Hey, we always have the one guy that's about 55, and he says that he ran 10 flat in the 100 meters, and he was a former world record holder, and he comes and he he enters the time that he ran 
when he was 20, and, and it, he ends up walking across the line about 30 yards behind everybody. So, yeah, we have, a, we have those every now and then. I was end. doing that 20 years ago. Yeah, so. yeah. But, hey, it, it's, it's for anybody, and if hey, you got 30 bucks to enter the meet, then come on. Any, anything you're looking for out of your, out of your team now? As you, I think the, the conference championship's two weeks down the road. And what are you looking for in this last meet? Well, right now, we're just, this is just a, one more tune-up. Uh, some athletes are, you know, need to take this weekend off just to save their legs a little bit for, for our conference championships and the postseason. But then there's some that have either had injuries or they've had, they just haven't run quite as fast as, as we've wanted um, yet. And this is just another opportunity to compete. When, when people talk about outsiders looking in, you know, and, and we've been critical at times about the conference leadership, Conference USA, in different sports. How would you, and I, and I understand you, you, get, you have to be careful here in what you say, but track and field-wise, the conference pretty strong? The conference, uh, the conference is very strong. Uh, we have, a, you know, we have some Hall of Fame coaches in our conference. We have some storied programs, like UTEP is one of the most successful programs in the country, and we, they've had multiple national titles through the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, you know, even in the 90s, they've been, you know, a top five team several times. But, you know, they're doing it with all foreign athletes. And, and it, you know, just to have a team like that in your conference is kind of, uh, you know, it, it just really elevates everything. So, you know, it doesn't matter what your funding is. You know, when you're running against the superstars, you got to figure out a way to keep up with them. It's, now, is that's on the men's side or women's side or both? It's on both. It's on both. They have they have they've they've had many national titles on the men's side, but they still have some very very good women. They have Olympians that have been there. So, uh, not to plug their program, but it, it's plugging our conference. Right. And, and uh, our conference is just a better conference because of that. And and the conference needs some good news. Yeah, we know? we need some good news for sure. Um, but there's so many good track programs in our conference. Uh, you know, there's a lot of parity. Everyone's pretty good. Everyone's got a superstar athlete, it seems like. So, you know, to win a conference championship, you, you, you know, you really got to be getting after it. Coach John Stewart is with us here on the Eagle Hour, the head track and field coach at Southern Miss. With the success now, Coach, that your team has had, are you now able to have conversations with recruits, particular recruits that maybe you couldn't have three years ago are you in the mix on some people that maybe three or four years ago you wouldn't have been in in on Uh, i can't tell because we're always trying to elevate what our you know our team and the makeup of our team so you know once we get to a certain level we want to be another uh, another higher level after that and then if we get to that level we want to be another higher level so i will say this we've gotten a lot more interest from walk-on athletes than we've ever been you know i had to beg athletes in the past and we had to kick down doors and i don't have to kick down quite as many doors now but you know you're still kicking them down but we we're we're always i'll say this we've just gotten a lot more interest from walk-on athletes but has it gotten us in the door of the top guys in the nation no i got to kick those doors down but but you talked about one of the problems that the sport is suffering generally is that fewer and fewer division one schools are are they're getting out of the track and field business so to speak yeah. yes yeah that that's uh that's a problem that track and field has we our meets are so long they last a whole day you know, people want to go see one event and then leave. Uh, you know, the, the marketing of track and field is, uh, you know, it ramps up during the Olympics. But, uh, you know, the other three years where there's no Olympics, it's uh, there's just not a lot of attention paid to it. So, um, you know, I think if, if 
ESPN picked up more meets, we'd, we'd have a lot more popularity, I think. But, but from a financial standpoint, it would seem to me, as you crunch numbers, and everybody seems to be doing that these days, administrators, track and field, not a very expensive sport to administer. No, it's a cheap sport. I mean, all you have to do is, uh, you know, buy shoes for the kids, you know, and that's it. You get a cheap uniform. It doesn't cost that much. It's a $20 uniform, and, and uh, shoes are the most expensive thing that, we, that we're buying, and, uh, you know, that's all it takes. You know, put the kids on a bus and, and let's go. So it's kind of a head scratcher then as to why, as, as cheap as it is to administer, as to why teams are getting out of the business. Well, I think it's just because of the sheer numbers. I mean, if you wanted to, you could have 100 guys on the team and, and 200 girls if you wanted to. Um, I, I think that we could have some big numbers just just because we have, I have a good staff that can really recruit. Uh, but I think that's just that's it. It's not so much the uh, the expense per person. It's just more the sheer numbers. So is the dom- are we seeing the domino effect at the high school level as well? That more and more high schools might be getting, might be putting track and field teams on the shelf. No, I think I think high schools are still they're still uh, uh, putting out teams that are they're successful and getting a lot of kids. I think the high school level and the and the uh, the club teams and the the kids level the grassroots movement for uh, youth track and field. I think that's doing really well right now. So, so where do these guys and girls go then after high school if more and more colleges are getting getting out of track and field? Well, it just makes it more competitive to get into college. You know, it, it's tougher to get into college with a scholarship in track and field. They're just, uh, uh, you know, with less programs, you know, it just it, it does elevate the level of, of uh, you know, kid you have to have to be on scholarship. But it's, you know, I still think that the, the sport is still – an honorable sport there you know it's still the purest sport there is you know everyone starts running when they're little kids and usually the kids that get beat they go play something else and the kids that keep winning they keep moving forward so um i i do think that track and field it's hey it's a great sport it's fun to watch it's fun to train it's fun to it's a very healthy sport it's something you can do for a lifetime but it's just one of those things that uh i think just the way we market and the way we do track meets just it's just a long drawn out day for you i think that's that's probably one of our biggest problems. The last tune-up for the Golden Eagles and Lady Eagles this coming Saturday, April 27th, at the track and field facility before they head for the Conference USA Championships a couple of weeks down the road. And, of course, every step they take, not to be punny, but every step they take, we will be keeping you up to date here on the Eagle Hour. John Stewart, continued success. Thanks for being here, Coach, and we'll see you real soon. Thank you. All right, the Eagle Hour continues. Luke Johnson will rejoin us on the other side of the break. We'll burn a timeout and return on the Super Talk Mrs. Network of Stations, the Eagle Hour continues in a moment. Thanks to Southern Miss track and field head coach John Stewart for joining us in studio. Eagle Hour, Luke Johnson, Kelly Center, Michael Mergens from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Beautiful downtown Laurel. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us by 4th Street Bar and Grill located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Just under the shadow of the rock and always. uh, Kelly, what night's trivia go down over there? 
it shifts from from week to week. Um, usually, it's okay. Thursday nights, but sometimes I've done it on Tuesdays, but, and sometimes I'll have themed trivia, like you know, one specific category. I'm not really good on like the uh, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and stuff like that. I'm not. Call me when that happens. <laughs> stuff that's more geared toward I'll, the. Yeah, I'll, I'll help you out on that. The students, but uh, students, yeah, so, you're, you're the two year olds. Well, they would You're know the reigning inter, intercontinental champ of Fourth uh, Street trivia. Is that is that correct? Well, from I, what I well I, I knew hear? that Archie and Edith Bunker lived at seven hundred and four Houser Street. I knew that. Which that's going wow. <laughs> that's going back to the seven. We learned yes. something. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. That's pretty good. But uh, as Coach Stewart said, uh, this this past segment, just really a great season track and field season so far. If you didn't know, uh, McKinley West and Eric Richards are both uh, the, for the second time in a row, Conference USA uh, track athlete of the week and a field athlete of the week. McKinley West this past weekend at LSU ran a 10.1 in the 100 meter, which right now is first in Conference USA and seventh in the NCAA. Pretty amazing. And when you look at what uh, Richards has done and John Warren, it's it's impressive. So this weekend, uh, the Southern Miss Open. Which Kelly, have we decided whether or not you're going to sign up for that yet? Luke, if I didn't, if I wasn't already committed, you know, I I would I would be on it like Oprah on a Twinkie. But um, I wow, I'm not not gonna can't make it this weekend. Michael Michael does <laughs> look like a javelin eat. thrower, doesn't he? You know, Michael could be a hurdler or a javelin thrower all through junior high and high school, constantly hounded by the track coaches. But I was I was a music guy. We're just lucky that Michael's in one piece. You know, yeah. after his uh, debacle last week on the highway, we're just glad he's here. So glad Thank you're you. here, Michael. That. Glad you're here. Well. A uh, little preview coming up Thursday. Uh, Jay Ladner, brand new men's basketball coach, will be making his Eagle Hour debut. Uh, the first of many appearances on the Eagle Hour. We look forward to it. Kelly, I know um, you've talked some with Coach Ladner, and he is extremely excited to be in Hattiesburg. This is really quite a story when you think about it, because when he started coaching, you know, he always said that his dream job has been the Southern Miss job, and he has never wavered from that. Yeah. You know, and certainly showed loyalty at Southeastern Louisiana. And when I got a chance to talk to him, we talked for probably, you know, I'd say 30 to 45 minutes on the phone, uh, you know, just talking about coming on the show this week. And I really felt that he was genuinely interested in, in my point of view as to what I felt, you know, needed to be done to, to energize the, the fan base. More than just winning, of course, that, that goes without saying. Um, but I think, I think he's listening to a lot of people, and I don't think that anything that people are saying isn't anything that he is capable of doing. He, I mean, he was marketing high school basketball down at St. Stanislaus in the brief time that he was at Oak Grove High School here in the Hattiesburg area. And at Jones, of course, the marketing machine that is Jones, and then they won the National you know, Junior College uh, championship so i mean he has done it the right way he's got you know the different levels and he's got everybody behind him and that means a lot you know um but from a marketing standpoint you know some coaches lots of times it doesn't matter the sport if the coaches aren't very engaging to the general public then the fan base kind of gets turned off and just saying look they don't feel like the coaches are quote unquote one of us but ladner is he is one of us and I think this is a great opportunity for to bring everybody back into the fold and um, 
I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, what's going to happen here in the future. And he and he's going to lay it out for us here on Thursday. He's going to be right here in the studio. He didn't even want to do it on the phone. Wow. He said, no, I'm going to physically I'll come to the studio and let's talk. That speaks volumes right there. I said, great, man. Come on. You know, Luke, you can't come here Thursday. You got to be in Laurel Thursday. We'll, uh, we'll see what. We'll see what happens. Okay. We'll see what happens. But, you know, what what I'm excited about, and the more that I've pondered it, and I just – I want I wanted the, the best candidate uh, who would bring the most excitement. That's what I want. Um, part of basketball is, you know, part of being a basketball coach is, is uh, bringing an exciting brand. And, and uh, you know, one of the, the things I think that may have come down to it, not just the fact that, that Jay uh, is a Southern Miss guy, Oh, uh, you know, with was the other finalist, he was more of a defensive guy, and uh, was I think the, the the quote was he was content with uh, winning a game thirty one to thirty, and that's just not the type of basketball that we need at Southern Miss right now. We need you know, Ladner knows how Reed Green was filled up um, in uh, in the mid to late eighties and early nineties. He know he knows uh, what Turk did um, to get the the basketball program on a national level. And I, I said it. I think I said it Thursday uh, to you, Kelly. But what people can be assured of is there probably will not be anyone else um, in the country that will work as hard in the job they are in as Jay Ladner. I think part of that is uh, the fact that he may understand what he's expected to do. Uh, I think he's going to put, in a good way, pressure on himself because he knows what Southern Miss basketball can be. Uh, but when you look at, and I think the other aspect to it is the gratitude uh, that he's been entrusted um, with the program at Southern Miss. So it, it, this is one of those situations where it, it helps us a thousand percent to have one of our own because he knows what he's inheriting and he's going to work his tail off to see it come to pass. And you know, we, you talked about the defensive specialist, the, the other guy that was in, was in the running. Well, with all due respect, you know, we, we had that in James Green. We had a guy that we went from one end of the spectrum with the high, highfalutin offense that MK Turk put on the floor. Then James Green came in because people said, well, we just can't play any defense. Well, then the Eagles went from playing games 106 to 101 to 41 to 38. And that was like watching paint dry, you know. So there's got, you know, you think there's got to be a happy medium in there somewhere. So I think we learned from that end going, you know, from, you know, big numbers to a defensive, you know, specialist kind of thing because it is entertainment. And we won a conference all. championship with we won a conference championship with James Green. But at the same time, you know, the other aspect to it is uh, you're going to fill seats with exciting a brand of basketball. That's it, just the way basketball is. It is entertainment. Yeah. And MK Turk made that point very clear. He said, "Look, there's a lot of different people tugging at your entertainment dollar. We have to give people a reason." to spend that dollar with us. So instead of just shooting a shot, let's throw a gold 23 lob up to Derek Hamilton to slam it home for two points to give the people a show. And I think, you know, he understood that. And that was, that's part of why Reed Green was filled. And I think that, I think that Jay Ladner understands that. Um, the term Tindillion came up from a fan earlier. That I said Tindillion. He said, yeah, more like Donnie Tyndall. And again, 
the problems that Donnie Tyndall got the university in have been well documented. But from a engagement standpoint mm-hmm. with the students, with the crowd, he shook hands. He bought pizzas for the students. He was out meeting the fraternities and sororities. He was doing neighborhood meetings in the different neighborhoods uh, th- throughout Hattiesburg. So when that term Tyndallian comes up, that's what they mean, just to be more engaging with the fan base. And I think Jay's going to do that for and sure. Even with sports, job, anything, when you have someone who wants to be there, success comes along with that. And that's everything. Anytime you're, you're putting in that effort, and you're going to see that. So I'm going to, he's going to, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about recruiting too on, on Thursday um, because he already knows the area, you know, because he, he recruited him for Southeastern Louisiana. But one of the things that he said is that now at Southern Miss, I can legitimately go after some of these guys that I probably couldn't at Southeastern Louisiana. That's true. Uh, because Conference USA is a step up from the Southland as far as that goes. So I'll be really interested to see what he has to say about that, among other things, on Thursday. So Coach Ladner, uh, Jay Ladner, making his appearance, uh, inaugural appearance on uh, the Eagle Hour Thursday. Look forward to that. Baseball tonight against Louisiana Lafayette at the Pete, 6 p.m. Cody Carroll making uh, his start 1-0, 3.62 ERA on the year. Southern Miss looking to avenge an earlier midweek loss. And when you look at Lafayette, uh, they're they're on a losing record. But let me tell you what they've done the last uh, few weeks. They beat Arkansas State in a series. Uh, they beat South Alabama in a series. Last Tuesday night, they beat LSU in the Wally Pontiff Classic. And then they got swept by UT Arlington this weekend. So uh, it, it's a team that has shown flashes of brilliance. They took us and beat us in extra innings. Um, but this is a team that just beat LSU and turned around and gets swept by UT Arlington um, on the road. So, again, uh, I guess for us, thinking about it, which Southern Miss team will show up. We heard Coach Barry tell us yesterday there was a players meeting last week. A lot of things were addressed and we just hope that this doesn't turn into a roller coaster, Kelly, uh, that they can hold some of this momentum down after the Charlotte sweep. Well, some of the guys, some of the players were on social media the last couple of days saying reports, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here, reports of our demise have been greatly Greatly exaggerated. exaggerated. Now, come on guys, Let's, let's not get too cocky here sweeping Charlotte. Right. I mean, Charlotte's not all that. They're not all that in a bag of chips. Right. So you better sweep Charlotte. Uh, let's you let's, better. Yeah. Let's get some more of these mid midweek game victories, which, frankly, we've struggled at in the past couple of weeks. We have. We have. So uh, anyway, if uh, if you are a sports fan, uh, stick around because we're going to totally geek out in the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour right after this. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Tuesday, Luke, Kelly, and Michael from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Beautiful downtown Laurel. Just to remind you, Lady Eagle Golf Classic, April 26th at Canebrake in Hattiesburg. 
Coach McNell is wanting five more teams. Uh, if you will go online, uh, there are some places uh, for that info packet. If you want to request it or to sign up a team, 601-266-6444. A couple more days to sign up and, and to help uh, the Lady Eagle basketball program. Golf at the Conference USA Championships, Southern Miss men's golf tied for ninth uh, overall as they are in day three. Matt Lorenz um, from Southern Miss individually as uh, is even for the tournament. Uh, he's tied for six. Brian Richards uh, tied for 16th. So I uh, wish the uh, Golden Eagle men as they finish up the Conference USA Championships. The best of luck up in Texarkana, Arkansas. Again, tonight, Golden Eagles taking on, uh, we call them Louisiana Lafayette. They might prefer the University of Louisiana. Cody Carroll pitching. Lafayette not announcing their uh, pitcher yet, but that first pitch is at 6 p.m. tonight. So a couple weeks ago, we were doing a remote at Fuzzy's Tacos, and I don't know, probably 10 minutes before we go on air, I, uh, I find out that the uh, Star Wars Episode 9 trailer has been released. So, Michael, uh, I give... Wait, we need, no, we I, need I, some music you did it on your phone. There we go. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So, we started, we started watching it. Michael, at the last 10 seconds, his eyes get huge. I watch it. I just stare at Michael when it's over with. And then we look to Kelly, and Kelly watches it. And Kelly is maybe even more amazed than Michael and I. And uh, the old man, Bob Big Deal Getty, continues to chew on chips unfazed whatsoever. Saying um, that it's not, it's but not we were, real. It's not, it's not real, guys. You know that. Well, wrestling ain't real either, but we enjoy <laughs> it. Anyway, we were all just mesmerized by this episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Take it away, Kelly. I don't know what to, I mean, the thing, the reason the last 10 seconds, if you haven't seen the trailer, you're probably the only one that hasn't. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, let's just, let's just, just say if you YouTube. haven't seen it, yeah. yeah, you need to. And you'll see why we reacted the way we did in the last Well, now the, the posters are out and Palpatine is on the posters, so it's no, well, no shock or surprise. I was going to say, you just... You just I, I don't care anymore. All right, so the question... If you haven't watched it yet, you're obviously not a Star Wars So fan. the question becomes... Tell ha- us what happened, Michael. Tell us. Tell us well, what happened. Well, we go through the... And we see Lando Calrissian, which was awesome, uh, flying the Millennium Falcon with Chewie. So it's just like... Uh, Return of the Jedi. And it's not just Lando Calrissian. It is Billy D. Williams. Should we have said that oh. you promoted this, that uh, we're geeking out on <laughs> just to warn you? I did. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah, we're good. But uh, at the end, you see Ray looking at this giant structure, which we'll get into that story. Luke and I figured out that out days later. <laughs> we're kind of slow. Uh, but at the end, everything goes black, and it's the Emperor laughing. So everyone's all excited. I hate it. Last Jedi, uh, and I really wasn't looking Amen. forward to this movie uh, because I've been disappointed once before, and to the point where everyone we were with when we went to see Last Jedi, Star Wars fans, were all sitting there. We didn't say anything to each other. We just got up, all right, see you later, bye, because we didn't want to offend in case someone liked it. Right. It wasn't until the next day we started texting. Uh, Is it wrong that I absolutely hated that movie? And then we realized we all hated it. Um, but yeah, it, we're excited. The Emperor is going to be in it. J.J. Uh, J. Abrams obviously figured out that 
They needed to do some more stuff for the older fans of the original trilogy as well as the prequels to to get them in line because the last movie just did not do that. So is he going to be like a ghost coming back or what? See, we don't know. Well, did he don't, survive? We don't know. What does the geekdom say? Now, over, according over to One, <laughs> to like Clone Wars and Rebels that there are Sith ghosts just like Jedi ghosts and that's considered canon. So it's possible. All I know is we were eating our food at Fuzzy's, <laughs> getting ready for the Eagle Hour. And poor Dalton's and all trying of to a sudden, get it set up to go. And we're, oh, right, we're supposed to do a show. Yeah. If I close my eyes and the Emperor is sitting next to me, but it's not Ian McDermott, it is Kelly Santer. Yeah. Proceed, Emperor. There will be no deal, young Jedi. Is that good? Is that's that, pretty good. That's pretty good. That, that's, that's pretty so good. Young Michael, so young Skywalker. So, so right before good. he laughs, you and I figured out, and we were so amazed, and then your wife had already figured it out <laughs> it like, like the days, day she saw it. What Days later, we realized that it's a part of the, the Death Star that they're showing, that they're looking at this big chunk of the Death Star. And it, yeah, it took like four days, I think. Luke texts me, yeah. and then I look at it. It's like, oh my gosh. I go tell my wife, who's also a big Star Wars fan, and she's like, well, yeah, I saw that the first time I watched it. You didn't see it? But you know what? <laughs> I know you, you hated the last movie. One of the things I didn't even catch on to is that the actor that looks like, I thought it was an actor that looked like Peter Cushing or Peter Cushing or Christopher oh, Lee. Oh, from uh, Rogue One. He, I didn't even realize CG. It was computer generated. And I flipped out with that, too, because Peter Cushing is one of my favorite actors because I love the old Hammer horror movies right, and all that. Right, right, sure. So, yeah, that was through his estate, approved it and everything. I, and I was just, I was almost jumping out of my seat. Yeah. Rogue One was better than Last Jedi. Because so. I said, yes. I said, how did they get an actor to look that much like, <laughs> like Peter and Cushing? And that's what they're saying with this since Carrie Fisher has <laughs> passed away where they're going to do some scenes with her as CG like they did in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are not. They've actually got footage from... They're um, not going to do that. Yeah, they've this, got some old footage that they've incorporated into the story. And does this music mean we have to stop now? Yeah, it does. Oh, yes, well. we have to stop. We'll talk Thank to you, everyone out there that allowed us to geek out. So Those check out the Eagles tonight. Listening. Let's get a midweek win. Yeah, they're still listening. Let's, uh, let's get a midweek win. We'll catch you tomorrow, same time. And as always, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.